This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Are you sick and tired of biased hockey talk? Then you have come to the right place. The Drop focuses on the St. Louis Blues, but we also delve into other news from around the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You were headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance Descott. The Blues played the Ducks yesterday, and everybody knows what that means. Yes, it's time for another episode of TDP, The Drop Podcast, and I am your host, Lance Descott. The Blues going into the game against the Ducks, they had only won one game against the Flames and they did allow the Flames to come back from a 5-1 deficit to make it a close game in the third period. The Blues have had those issues. They've taken leads in a couple games and they've allowed teams to come back on them in the third. They haven't had that killer instinct to just close teams out. Going into this game, Jake Allen had played every game the Blues had played. Some people are questioning his goaltending. I'm not. I think there's other issues to go along with the goals that were allowed. So Chad Johnson was in this one, and they were able to catch up with Chad before the game to talk about his first start as a St. Louis Blue. I'm excited to uh, to get my first game here. Um, you know, I've obviously had a little bit of time off here since my uh, my last start in preseason. Um, so just looking to get in there and uh, try and help the team win. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sort of used to switching teams, um, but it's been really easy. The guys have been great, and uh, it's a really established organization and team and um, makes it easy for myself just to be able to jump in and do my thing and uh, not have to really worry about all other adjustments with game plan and stuff like that too. So um, for me, it's just being able to step in and, and be a part of the group, and uh, I look forward to tonight. I thought Chad Johnson played a pretty good game against the Ducks. The Blues defensively in the first period were very, very good. They cut down on some of the mistakes I'd seen in the first couple of games. They were very tight with their checks. They were taking the right positioning. When players had the puck, they weren't falling off the puck. They were getting to the puck before the Ducks were most of the time. So I thought the first period was going well. Then, with just a little under a minute and a half left, Comtois puts a perfect, perfect pass from the Blues offensive side. The Blues had just taken a shot and the puck missed the front of the net and Comtois gets it, passes it to Silverberg. And man, what a beautiful shot over the glove side of Chad Johnson. Nothing Joel Edmondson can really do about that one. Feeds the point, that shot doesn't get through and streaking behind the defense. Silverberg from Comtois, he scores! What a pass and what a start to the regular season for Silverberg. He is just absolutely on fire. Quick little manipulation of the puck by Silverberg and he snaps it up top over the glove. The shot is perfect and the Ducks, who have played a solid defensive opening period tonight, get on the board first. There's really not a lot of defensemen can do on that one. Silverberg had the positioning on Edmondson. Comtois had the perfect pass. And the Ducks take a one to nothing lead late in the first period. You know, the Blues played very good defensively. They even outshot the Ducks 10 to 7 in the first period. So the Blues, I would say, had better offensive opportunities. They were unable to put the puck past Ryan Miller, the backup, who is in place of Josh Gibson, who played the night before in the Ducks loss. But I thought the Blues had an overall good period. That goal by Silverberg was his third goal of the year. Comtois gets his third assist. Lindholm gets his fourth assist. 18 minutes and 21 seconds into the first period. Going into the second period, the Blues need to come out strong. I thought both teams came out strong defensively. 
I thought both teams played very similar games in the second period, but it would be the Blues who would tie the game 11 minutes, 49 seconds in on a goal by Alex Steen. And Tarasenko for Edmondson. And he winds and fires. He scores! It may have been tipped in front. It's one to one. Steen was there. Well, this play does not happen unless Joel Edmondson does what he does, and that's keeping the puck in on the left side. If he bails out, then this play is dead. O'Reilly, a reverse, right back to Tarasenko. As we mentioned after the first period, these guys were humming. This glance is off the body, looked like Steen off the shoulder of the goaltender and into the net, and the Blues have some jump now. The Blues definitely did have some jump around that time. I thought they were really around the net a lot. They were playing well. They were putting pressure on Ryan Miller and the Anaheim Ducks D. What a big goal, a great deflection. The initial shot taken by Edmondson. Tarasenko was involved in the play. That would be Steen's second goal of the year. Edmondson gets his first assist. Tarasenko gets his second assist. 11 minutes, 49 seconds in. We are knotted up at one. Could the Blues take the lead? Yes, they could. And the newcomer, Tyler Bozak, gets his first goal right in front of the net to give the Blues a 2-1 to lead on a beautiful power play goal. Blues get set up again to Tarasenko. He waits in front. Maroon. The guy they call the big rig in front of the net, Patrick Maroon. And Maroon ends up setting up shop. He grabbed the puck from the net. He just threw it to the trainer. And now Tyler Bozak has got his first goal as a member of the St. Louis Blues, number 21 in front of the net. You can see the quick stick of Bozak. And he fires it in over the right pad of the goaltender. And the Blues have got themselves a 2-1 lead late in the second period. Well, one thing you can definitely say about the Blues this year is their power play has been much, much better than it was last year. They've definitely improved on that. That was the power play goal. Tyler Bozak gets his first. Maroon gets an assist, his third of the year. 15 minutes, 52 seconds in. The boys are winning 2-1. to one. Anaheim would actually outshoot the Blues 14-11 to 11 in that second period, but I thought the Blues had some really good opportunities. The opportunities that the Ducks had, Chad Johnson played a very good second period. Going into the third period, what are we going to expect? We're going to expect these teams to play just like they have in the first two periods. However, it would be Anaheim that would get the first goal in the third period by Ben Street and tie this one up at two apiece. Seven minutes and 16 seconds into the third period. Manson across to Fowler, right back. He'll step into it. He scores! I believe Ben Street may have gotten a piece of that in front. On a high tip, it doesn't matter. Either way, this game is tied. And he also had Kiefer Sherwood circling in front of the net. Nice little deception as the puck goes all the way through to Manson. That time, the Ducks did have traffic. Manson hammers it, and it looked to me like Ben Street gets a little touch on that puck. Manson with the initial blast, and Ben Street was the one that tipped that goal in. You can't blame Johnson on that one. And it's just another example of put the puck on the net, get in front of the net, and good things happen. And something good happened there for the Duck. That would be Ben Street's second goal of the year. Manson with that hard shot to make it happen gets his second assist of the year. Fowler gets his second assist, and we are tied at two. Which team would take control of this game? And when they had an opportunity, make something happen with that opportunity. Well, sad to say, it would be the Ducks and Andrew Cagliano 
would get a power play goal 14 minutes, 44 seconds in to give the Ducks a 3-2 lead. Into the zone, and then Petrangelo took it away from him. Andrew got it back in front. Kessler Cogliano scores! A rare power play goal for Andrew Cogliano. And Anaheim has the lead. Good pickup by Cogliano on the entry just to get that puck in deep. But it looked to me that Petrangelo was going to be able to get it out of the zone. Kessler throws it to the crease area. And on the second whack, Cogliano is going to be able to chop this over the pad. The tripping penalty on Edmondson caused the power play. And then just a bad, bad play by Petrangelo behind the net. He's got the puck. Shoot the puck out. That's all you have to do. You don't have to get cute. Turn your body and shoot it down the ice, and he did it. And I hate to say this, guys, and some of you may disagree with me, but Alex Petrangelo is not played like the number one defenseman that everybody says he is. He has not played like that all year. He has made a ton of mistakes. He is the captain. He's supposed to lead by example. And right now on the ice, I don't think he's leading by example. That shot was just more hard work after the mistake of Petrangelo. It was just more hard work on front of the net by uh, Kessler and Cogliano. Cogliano gets the power play goal, his first of the year. Kessler gets an assist his first. Lenholm gets his second assist of the game, his fifth of the year. 14 minutes, 44 seconds in. The Ducks take the lead, and that is how the game would end. Let's go ahead and go over the stats of the game. Shots were pretty even, 31 shots on goal apiece. The Blues dominated, and I mean dominated. In the face-off circle, 65% to 35%. That's something that we can at least say they're doing well. Another positive, of course, is the power play. So those are two positives. The Blues were one for three, uh, 33 and a third percent. Uh, the Ducks were one for two, 50% on the power play penalty minutes. Six for the Ducks, four for the Blues. Hits, the Blues out hit the Ducks 22 to 18. Blocks, uh, the Ducks definitely put their body out there a little bit more, 18 to 12. The Blues gave the puck away four times, and the Ducks did one time. Let's go ahead and get into the post-game interviews, where, of course, we're going to hear from goalie Chad Johnson. We're also going to hear from Tyler Bozak and, of course, Coach Mike on another loss where the Blues had the lead going into the third period. You know, they, they had a little bit of pressure there, and um, they were throwing pucks on net, and they got the, a deflection there, and, you know, then they're right back in it. It's a 2-2 game, and, um, you know, they just, again, they capitalized and, uh, and they're playing front there, so it's disappointing. Obviously, we're right there um, to get the two points. It just didn't happen. I know it's your first time in there, but has this been a common theme with other teams? They're getting traffic in front of you guys, and you know they're capitalizing on these yeah, chances. I, well, I mean, you know, nowadays it's you know you got to get people to front of the net. You got to get uh, deflections on goalies, and um, you know they, they're a good team of doing that. They've always been known to, to get bodies to the net, and um, they uh, they did that tonight. And it just again, yeah, it's just disappointing. This team has had some leads in the third period lately and just a tough time holding yeah. on. What what do you see? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It just, you know, again, um, I don't know. I can't, you know, it's kind of not really my place to kind of say. I guess it's, um, you know, the coaching staff sort of there to break it down again. It just seems like, again, they just they got an opportunity to get the puck to the net and they got a stick on that. And then the other one was, again, they made a play in tight there and um, got a rebound or, uh, second chance there on the, on the third one. So, um, but again, for me, why it happened, I don't, I don't know. I, you know, just again, I just know the goals. So. I don't know. We're doing a good job of, uh, you know, getting back when we get down, and then, uh, you know, getting in that lead. And unfortunately, we're not able to hold it. I think, 
you know, whenever you have that lead, especially in the third, uh, you should be able to hold on. And um, you know that'll come. I think we just gotta, you know, bear down a little harder and make some smarter plays in the third. When you talk about bearing down, does it seem like is it a lot in front of your net? It seems like teams are really throwing bodies in front of you guys and really trying to take advantage of that. Well, I mean, I think that's everyone's game plan. You know, get pucks to the net and get bodies there. I mean, it's it's not easy to score in this league. I think, you know, the majority of the goals do come around the net on rebounds and stuff like that. So, I mean, that's kind of everyone's game plan. Um, you know, we just got to limit our, our time in our zone and play more in the offensive zone and, you know, not sit, sit back when we do have a lead. Early in the season, but how nice to get that first one out of the way. Yeah, I mean, it obviously feels good, you know, to get that first one. But, uh, you know, more importantly, it would have been nice to get the win. Do you feel like some of these, I know it's early, but you guys are letting some of these points get away from you, though? Or? I, I mean, I think it's a little too early to think like that. I mean, we just got to keep working, keep working hard and keep getting better and, um, you know, keep improving. So, you know, we're going to get back to work here and, um, you know, we got a big road trip coming up. Do you feel like you guys are still trying to figure out who you are and what you're all about and trying to trying to get an identity here? Uh, I mean, the chemistry takes time, I think, whenever you got new guys. I mean, that's no excuse, though. We've all played in the league for a long time. Um, you know, the young guys are playing well. So, um, like I said, we just got to keep working hard. It's obviously it's a trend that, that we have to fix here. Um, for much of the game, I thought that there was, there was a lot of things that looked better. I thought we'd cut back on uh, the chances against and obviously the shots against. Uh, still don't think that we're... We're not playing quick enough, whether it's playing off instincts or, or just the jump or, um, you know, it's, I'm not using energy in the sense that we played back-to-back -back games because they played the same. Uh, but for some reason, they're a little quicker to react to us than us right now. Um, but for much of the game, the, some of the things were better. Uh, execution was better early in the game. And then third period, when the game's on the line, you know, we're, we're just, we're not, we're, we're making one or two plays that, you know, next thing you know, we're spending a couple shifts in our zone. Next thing you know, we're spending a few more shifts in our zone, and we're not making a play to break that. We're not making the next play um, to generate some momentum and get going the other way. And we're just sort of absorbing it and taking it and hoping to hold on. And obviously, in the league today, with the offense in the league today, it's it's a tough way to uh, win hockey games. They scored just not getting it out fast enough. Well, that, that's part of it, but I, again, it's the lead up to that. We, if you spend the whole period in your own zone, then you're 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 asking for trouble, and so you have to continue to play. You have to go out there with the mindset. Obviously, you don't have to be responsible, but you you can't just be safe and hang back and not pressure and not execute and just hope that nothing bad happens. Because if you hope that nothing bad happens, then something probably will. You guys were really good holding leads in the third period last year. Is it something like mentally, mindset-wise, it's missing? Um, yeah, I, whether it's mindset, I don't know. I, you know, we just have to be better. I'm not. There, there's. We have a group that's capable of it, and so we have to fix it. And and so mindset-wise, I, I know everybody wants to get off a good start, and everyone's probably feeling like, okay, you come into the season with expectations, and now all of a sudden we we don't have the start we were hoping to have. Um, and the urgency is there. The players, the, you can see the way that they came out today. Um, we have to make sure that we, you know, when we're playing these games, that you just focus on your next shift and, and you get ready for that. You don't get caught up in what's going on. You don't get caught up if you had two bad shifts or uh, the other team's pressing a little bit. Just get focused on your next shift and go out and win that shift. That's all you got to do. Early on, everybody gets a couple games with their feet underneath yeah. them, but five teams now are still from a, a minus of the veteran defenseman, Carter on the top. Just, you know, 
Well, Petro, I thought, was uh, was playing a really strong game for us. And obviously, you pinpoint that one play and we talk about it. Um, you know, listen, he's the leader of our team and he's the captain of our team and he's our best player on the back end that, that we need to be a stud. And uh, I think Petro would be the first to say that, that he can be better and he will be better. I'm not worried about that. Um, for me, it's kind of mindset. It's whether it's trust and just everybody else doing their job. I think that's our whole group right now. Um, everybody wants to win. Everybody wants good things to happen. Um, but every time you're on the ice, you yourself, you've got a job to do and you have to trust everybody else to do theirs. If the goalie has to make a save, let him make the save and, and you do your job if, you know, and, and that applies to all, all the different areas. So again, I, I think that collectively as a group, obviously we're giving up too many goals. Um, I think that the teams are pre-scouting that now. Uh, they're identifying that and that's a game plan of theirs coming in here, trying to beat us in those areas. Um, so it's something that we're going to have to, uh, that we're going to have to find a way to fix. Well, it's a good thing we did, to be honest with you, because uh, the boards went down, obviously, with injury, and so we ended up having six. But uh, the back-to-back -back games and, and uh, you know, whether it's a guy like Dunner getting him some power play time, certainly some of the guys want to try to get their game going. And I thought that Schmaltzy, definitely he wasn't coming out the way that he played in Chicago. So uh, just a decision we made. And again, we felt that we could get some extra ice time for some of our other guys up front. What's the number two zone in terms of severe? I don't, I don't really know. It's something that's kind of been nagging him right from the start of training camp. So um, don't really have an update on that. No, actually, we didn't really know about that before before the game. To be honest with you, uh, again, it was it was something that seven uh, D meant something we did a few times last year, and to get some extra ice time for our forwards that we thought they were ready to take on. Here is my take on this game: the first two periods, the Blues did look better defensively. Were they still making mistakes? Yes, but I thought defensively they shut it down for the most part. Uh, they kept the Ducks off their game. The Ducks did look quick to the puck sometimes, but I thought overall, in the first two periods, the Blues defensively didn't look bad. Was it great? No, I don't think it was great. Regardless of the fact, in the first period, they only allowed one goal. I thought it was good. I thought it was good, not great. Second period, about the same, maybe a little less enthusiasm on the defensive side. Uh, but on the offensive side, I thought they took their chances they had, scored the two goals. They took a 2-1 to lead. But like in other games this year, they have a good period or a good 10-15 minutes, a good 10 minutes, a good 5 minutes, whatever it is, and they score a goal or two, and they take the lead. They tend to, I don't know what it is, they tend to just set back. It's like, oh, we have the lead. Let's button it down defensively. Let's not push it. Let's not, you know, take any chances. No, you don't want to take chances, but you want to still play hockey. Your goal is not to hold a lead at two to one. That is secondary to your goal of pushing the team, getting more offense, getting more goals, putting the pressure on them, making them play good defense. Because if you're putting pressure on them and making their defense really have to put out an effort, you're not going to see a lot of offensive push from them. Because you're going to be in their end, which is going to give you more opportunities to take the lead 3-1, to 4-1, to 5-1. to one. And even if you make a mistake or two in the third period, like they did the other night against Calgary, 
you're still going to win the game 5-3. to three. But this team needs to put together a complete game. And I wouldn't be so upset about this game. You know, it was 3-2. to two, But it's the same mistakes every single game. The guys can't get the puck out of their end. They're getting fancy with the puck. They can't handle a rolling puck. Uh, they give up a bad pass. They can't get guys out of, in front of the net. Their goalie's making the first save or two, but they can't you know, get rid of the pressure off of him. It's been the same mistake since Coach Mike took over. It has to stop. Now, you know, people are going to say, hey, they only lost three to two. Yeah, I seen some positives. I really did see some positives. But still, there's all those nagging negatives to where mistakes in the defensive end can't get the puck out. And like I said, can't get guys out of front of the net. Guys are getting wide open shots. And then those guys in front of the net are getting deflections because they're not pushing out. They're not taking the stick away from them. That has to stop. If that would have happened in this game, the Blues would have won this game 2-1. to one. They may have even scored a goal in the third period if they would have not went into what I would call a shutdown scared mode that they're going to give up a goal. Because every time you start buttoning down defensively and not being aggressive offensively with the lead, you're going to give up goals. It just happens. It's a fine balance. You get the lead, you do play good defense, but you've got to continue putting pressure on their defense. And that just hasn't happened when the Blues have the lead this year. Two games coming up here, one against Montreal, one against Toronto. They've got to really step back now. I know it's early in the season. These road wins are tough, especially in a city like Montreal, You know, regardless of whether the Canadians are playing well in some games, bad in some games, whatever. Toronto's got talent out the wazoo. You've got to play good against those teams. And if they have mistakes like that against Toronto and they give up these uh, offensive opportunities to Toronto like they did against the Ducks last night, it's going to be much worse than 3-2. to two. They've got to find a balance here. And until they do that and until they stop making the mistakes, we're going to see games like this. We're going to see games where they go up big 5-1 to one, and then they allow two or three goals where the team almost comes back. There you're going to see games where they win. You know, it, it just is unbalanced right now and too many mistakes. I want to thank you for joining me for this episode of the Drop Podcast. Until next time, stay healthy, stay happy, calm down. We hope it gets better. If it doesn't, hey, it's a game. Try to stay positive. And until next time, let's go Blues. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Drop Podcast. To get more of The Drop, check out our website at droppodcast.com. You can also find us on Google Play, iTunes, and the iHeartRadio app. You can follow us on Instagram at the.drop.podcast or on Twitter at Drop Hockey Show. You can email The Drop Podcast or host Lance DeScott at lanced at droppodcast.com. To find out more about Lineup Media, go to lineupmedia.fm. Until next time, let's go Blues! This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.